Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is worthy to be praised and adored. So we live. Holy hand, you wanna call. Hallelujah. Sing and bless her be. We sing and bless her be. No Bless her be the name. Singing, blessed be. We're singing, blessed be. Yes, we say, Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord. Worthy, you are worthy, King of kings, Lord of lords. You are worthy, worthy. You are worthy, King of kings, Lord of lords. I worship you, holy. You are holy. Yes, you are. King of kings, Lord of lords, you are holy, hallelujah, holy, you are holy, King of kings, Lord of lords, I worship you, faithful, you are faithful. Hallelujah. Lord, you are faithful. We're blessed, Lord, and we worship you, Lord. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful, Lord. King of kings, Lord of lords, we worship you. King of kings, Lord of lords. We worship you, Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords. We worship you, King of kings, Lord of lords. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our 
Lord, we bless you, Lord. Lord, we worship you. Indeed, there is none like you. Ordinary dust are we. But from that dust, you make a mighty man of valor from us. You make a living soul from us. And you created us in your own image. Lord, we bless you. King of kings, we bless you. Ancient of this, we bless you. I am that I am, we bless you. The rock of ages, we bless you. The king of glory, we bless you. Jehovah Shammah, we bless you. Jehovah Nisi, we bless you. The El Shaddai God, we bless you. The rock of ages, we bless you. The lily of the valley, we bless you. The bright and the monster, we bless you. The present earth, in the time of need, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you because we know you are here already. To do what only you can do. In the name of Jesus. We have come with our loads of expectation. Let none return. Without the desires granted today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. All the glory we give unto you. And we take the blessing. We take the blessing. You take the glory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have worship. Hallelujah. Go ahead and worship the Lord. Put your hands together for Him. It's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 God is good. I said God is good. And all the time, all the time, Amen. Before you have your seat, please turn to one or two persons beside you and tell him or her, you are welcome to your season of change. Tell him or her, I said, make sure you talk to minimum two. You are welcome to your season of change. Now you can please take your seat. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can please have your seat. We thank God for time. But when God starts to move, it's better you allow Him. Because if you don't allow Him, you become irrelevant on His assignment. I want to thank God for the opportunity to stand there to deliver God's mind to the people of God. And of course, the Bible says, Give honor to whom honor is due. I want to appreciate the leadership of this church for the opportunities to bring the word of God unto the household of God. Every time you come to God's presence, it's an opportunity for a change. If your thinking is not changed, your perspective will change. If your situation is not changed, your destiny will be remolded. If you're on the rock path of God, 
it will reposition you to be on the right path of God. And that's why I'm glad to announce to you that because you are here today, the devil can, could not keep you out of this place. You are not going without that which you want from him. In the name of Jesus. God wants to speak to us this morning on the topic, don't give up. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. Come to another person, say, don't give up. So you have preached the message. Amen. Amen. Let's quickly open to Job 1, 1 to 3. I'm going to be looking at time very, very well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Job 1, 1 to 3 and 22. And we also read chapter 2, 4 to 10 and 14, 14. Because of our time, I will, I will likely jump. Job once said, there was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright. And one that feared God and eschewed evil. Which means avoid all kind of evil. Now, I wanted to see verse 2 and say, and there was, there were born unto him, how many? Seven sons and how many? Three daughters. No, I want you to note that. Now, Look at how rich this man was. His substance was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yokes of oxen, and 500 sheep asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all men of the East. So in other words, in our days, we say this man is a multi-billionaire. But look at what happened. If you read down before 22, in just one day, what happened? Everything gone. Now, I want you to imagine this. You have seven sons, three daughters, a multi-billion company, and within one day, Everything gone. I try to look at anybody in creation that has suffered what this man suffered. Well, look at what he did in verse 22. And the Bible says, in all these, in all these, what happened? Job said not, not charge God foolishly. In other words, he refused to blame God for his calamity. In verse chapter 2, verse 4 to 10, we see the second part of this man's calamity. I'll just jump to verse 9. The summary is, the devil afflicted this man again with boils all over his body. As if the force was not enough, he took everything. Now the whole body of the man was filled with boys. In other words, the man could not even rest, do anything, because the moment he put his hand there, there is pain. On the other side, there is pain. Well, look at what happened. God so good, God spared only one closest person to this man, and that was the wife. 
And look at what the wife said. In verse 9. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? In other words, will you still continue to serve this God faithfully, despite all your troubles? Say, curse God. Give up on God. Deny God. Refuse to serve Him again. And die. <laughs> we look at verse 10. But Job said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? Again, in all these did not Job sin with his lips. Now go to Job 14, 14. If a man die, this is Job talking. Remember the wife said, curse God and die. But said, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait. Till when? Till when? Till my change come. I see somebody's change coming today in the name of Jesus. Every man, irrespective of your color, your nationality, where you come from, how perfect you are, how unperfect you are, we go through challenges. We go through problems. We go through troubles. We go to a point that it seems as if God is no longer God. We go to a point we feel like giving up on Him. And of course, we go at any length, passionately, fearfully, to get solution. And the first thing I want us to note is that never assume all your challenges are trials from God. Please, if you don't remember anything from today's message, please remember that. Don't make the mistake of categorizing all your problem that this is God trying me. No. Because if you go to the hospital and the doctor gave you a wrong diagnosis, a wrong prescription, what are you going to have? A wrong result. Now notice. The secret of solution to any challenge you can have in life. Is for you to know the source of that problem. The Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous If you can have the knowledge of the source of that problem you are passing through, I can assure you more than 70% of that problem is solved. How many percent? Osea 4 6, the first part, it says, My people are destroyed 
for lack of knowledge. Until you discover that secret of the source of your challenges, frustration and destruction is totally inevitable. Your Christian life becomes a burden. You live a miserable life, so to say. Because you have no clue why you are passing through what you are passing through. So anything can happen to you. You can turn to anything. You can think of anything. Because you are not having the knowledge of why you are going through what you are going through. And so what happened? The solution is far from you. Until you discover, you cannot recover. In First Samuel 30, verses 1 to 20, you can read when you got, get home. We know the story. David went to help the Philistine army to fight. Eventually, they said, no, we don't want you to fight. But when they got back home, the Amalekites have come and they've taken David's wife, children, properties, and all the David's army, property, children, everything taken away. And everybody was weeping. They were, they were all weeping. Weeping. What happened? The Bible said they cried until the point that there was no strength in them. <laughs> that is the peak many of us will get to. Instead of using the little strength you have to pray, you are crying. <laughs> but thank God, David realized the secret of the solution to any challenge. The Bible said David encouraged himself and he went to God. The Father, what is this reason for this? Should I pursue? Will I overtake? And God said, sorry David, I'm not the one that did it. It is the work of who? The devil. The moment David had that, he did not wait a single second to go after the, the devil. And before the end of that day, David recovered all. I see you recover all. In the name of Jesus. Whatsoever you have lost to the enemy, today is that day of recovery for you. In the name of Jesus. If only you don't give up. When you look at Job, I discovered that the troubles of Job lasted for as long as he was not given the secret of source of his problem. Come with me to Job 42. Job 42. Job 42 verse 1 to 6 and verse 10. But I will only read verse 3. Let me start from verse 3. This is when Job has done everything with the friend. He defended himself. He said, oh no, I'm righteous. I'm this and that. He did everything. He even argued with God. Not to talk of his friend. But when God talks sense into the brain of Job, look at what happened. Then Job replied to the Lord. I'm reading verse 1 now. I know that you can do anything. 
And no one can stop you. You ask, who is it? I'm reading for New Living Translation, please. Who is it that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? Did you hear that? It is I, and I was talking about things I knew not, nothing about. Things far too wonderful for me. In other words, everything he was saying, he was just guessing. He knew not the source of that problem. Now, let's go to verse 5. He said, I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. What does that mean? Now I can understand why I went through this calamity. And look at what happened. When God showed him the source of that problem, he prescribed the message to be used. And you can, you can be sure that the moment Job applied the prescription, what happened? He recovered. Not all, but double. You see that in verse 10. Oh, verse 6. Let's read verse 6 first. Look at the repentance of Job. When he realized he was kept away from the source of his problem. Say, I take back everything I said. And I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. Have you ever gotten to that state before? But when you realize that you have been attacking the problem with a wrong solution, or you have never done that before. Or look at Job. So I take back everything I have said in ignorance. And I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. Look at verse 10. When Job prayed for his friend, by the way, God told him to pray for them. So it was God that gave the prescription. Now, he was to pray for the people that were against him in the time of trouble. But look at what happened. When he prayed for his friend, the Lord restored his fortune. In fact, the Lord gave him, how many? Twice as much as before. I'm going to give us one illustration. For you to know why you need to get this secret. There was a woman in the church I attended in Nigeria. This man of God gave this testimony. A believer like you and I. She was barren. So she went, she started searching, why am I still barren? So I went to the man of God. And God revealed to the man of God that, sister, you have a restitution to make. Cut a long story short. God revealed that the mother, while she was a youth, that sister beat the, brother, the mother. She beat her mother while she was youth. And the mother used her breast to curse her. If only you did not suck this breast, you will never carry a child. The mother, not a sister. That because you beat me, you will never use your breast as a sock for a child. And then, of course, the moment the solution is God revealed that, solution is, is done. And so she went to the village, restituted with the mother, pleaded with the mother and everything, and the mother blessed her. And before the, the next nine months, she carried her baby. 
that sister will have died buried if the secret was kept from her. Because she used her own hand to get that trouble. It was not God that gave it to her. It was not the devil. She used what? Her whole hand. I'm sure as this message goes on, I'm not going to have enough time to go through it. I believe the Lord is going to be talking to you. And I'm sure God is going to reveal to you why you are passing through that challenge you are going through. When he tells you, please, don't struggle with him. Take this step. Whatever it drops in your heart as this message goes forward, go and take that step. And you're coming back with testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Now, the, the question I want us to try and answer is how then do I discover the source of my problem? How do I ensure I have a perfect diagnosis of what I'm passing through? What is God's prescription for me? It was God that told Job what to do. And you remember, everybody knows that Job was tried. But at the hand, who gave him the prescription? God. And of course, the last one, how do I administer the prescription in a correct way so that I can get the perfect result? This is what I intend us to get to, but if we don't get there, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak unto you. But the goodness I have for us but the solution to any problem, any problem you are going through, is in who? Jesus. Any problem Jesus cannot solve, <laughs> it's not yet, it's not yet manufactured, whatever you can call it. Because with him, all things are possible. God is ready to make a way for you. Even where there seems to be no way. But you must cooperate with Him. You must not give up. Hallelujah. I'll take us through the three major causes of problems. There are other ones, but I will take only the three major ones. Number one, Trials of faith. I'm not going to dread too long on that. Because we all know what trials of faith mean. Even though one of us, we are wrongly categorized on problems as trials of faith when in actual fact they are not. First Peter 4.12 said, Beloved, First Peter 4.12, Take it not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you. As though some strange things happen unto you. God designed trials to test us, to develop us, to mature us, to promote us. As a matter of fact, without you going through trials and tests, you cannot triumph. Have you ever seen somebody that say, I'm a, I'm a victorious person? He went to the, to the wrestling court. 
and he has not fought any battle and he, he carried the bed. Have you seen that before? Hello? It's not possible. You have to go through that test, that trial, for you to come out and say, I am victorious. Without a test, there is no triumph. Without a problem, you cannot be promoted. Without a challenge to go through, a change is far. Whatever trials you are going through, please note that the timing, the magnitude, is determined by who? God. So it is not for you to give up because you feel the problem, the, the trial is getting too hot for you. In fact, when it becomes hot, you have to become utter for who? For God. <laughs> now, you need to know that it is possible to pass the test or to fail the test. We all know that. We go to school. When God tried you, either you pass or you fail. I will run through examples of people in the Bible that passed. Of course, Job passed the test. We know that. Abraham passed the test. You know, it become, I don't know why many of us will find it difficult to give God when he has something from us. When God told Abraham, the child I gave you, I need it. I like Abraham. Abraham, he did not need to go and discuss with anybody. Now, if I give pastor money now, I say, please keep this money for me. And I go to pastor. Pastor, can I have the money? Does pastor have to dis- discuss with anybody to give me back? No. When a first man, God comes back for what he has given you, you struggle with him. But that was not Abraham. He passed the test. David was tried several times. One of the peak of the test of David was when God gave him free check. Go and kill Saul. He had a sword and he saw his stark enemy, King Saul. <laughs> but David said, no, 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 no. It is not for me to kill the anointed of God. I discover why David did that. Come with me to Psalm 26, verse 2. Pastor quoted a similar scripture this morning on that. Psalm 26, verse 2. New Living Translation says, Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart. Test my motives. And if David killed Saul, David would have probably died of sword. Because the Bible said, touch not my anointed, and do my prophet no harm. The three Hebrews passed the test. God tested their commitment and dedication to him. And they did not fail. You will not fail in the name of Jesus. Adam and Eve, they failed the test. The test was, obey me. I want to test whether you will obey simple instruction. I gave you the whole fruit in this garden. But only this one, don't touch it. Did they pass? No. 
King Saul failed the test. Samson failed the test. But glory be to our God. Whatever test you are going through, it's meant for you to get stronger. James 1 to have said, Blessed is the man that endureth trials. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Whether you like it or not, your love for God will be tried. It's coming for that thing you held so dear unto you. God did not have Abraham. He did not ask Abraham to give Ishmael. No. <laughs> he asked him to give who? Isaac. The precious gift. So it's better you make up your mind now before he asks for it. In fact, as a matter of fact, whatsoever you know is dear to you, begin to confess, Jesus, I give all to you. So before he comes for it, give it. Let me go to the second category of source of challenges. Remember I said, not all problems that you go through are trials. Demonic attacks. You don't need to go and slap the devil for him to attack you. You don't be a gentleman till tomorrow. <laughs> The moment you are a child of God, it's coming for you. And so, the wise thing is for you to know when it is God that is trying you or when it is the devil that is attacking your joy, that is attacking your heart, that is attacking your destiny. John 10, 10 said, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil has no other assignment but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So what you are passing through, is it a trial or from the devil? First Peter 5 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom to devour. In 1 Samuel 31 to 6, I've given you the link on that. It was not God that made the Amalekites to take David's household and spoil. It was the devil. But at another time, God tried David. So you need to know when to know when it is God and when it is trial. Uh, sorry, when it is trial and when it is the devil. If you are not born again here, note that you are a refugee in the camp of the devil. And I can assure you, he will play football. He will play cricket with your life. <laughs> it will turn you to be the ball that you used to play cricket. But when you are a child of God, you are secured in him. When he fires the arrow at you, it will turn back to sender. So if you are not born again, begin to think, and make up your mind today that you are going to change your position. Because you are not covered from the attack of the devil. And the third source of problems is you. You can be the source of your problem. 
If you ever make the mistake of assuming the source of your problem is the devil or God, when it is you, it's one of the greatest mistakes you can ever make. You, have, you, you need to bind yourself first before you bind who? The devil. Brother, whether you like it or not, you are going to be tempted. When you get home, you read James 1, 13 to 15. James 1, 13 to 15, verse 14 says, But every man is tempted, and when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And in verse 16, he said, Do not err, my beloved brethren. I told you the, the story of that woman from the beginning. She was the one that caused the problem. Not the devil. And not God. But I'm sure the woman must have been biding the devil. Instead of biding herself. The woman must have been saying, God, why are you trying me? God will be looking at you. I'm not trying you. You are the source of your problem. Go and solve your problem yourself. Anyone that is in that category in this church right now, I prophesy that Lord will make a way for you to discover that secret. And you will come out of that calamity in the name of Jesus. I'll quickly go through how then do I discover the source of my challenge? How do I differentiate between the two? And what do I do when I discover it? Perfect solution is only guaranteed in Jesus' clinic. Where you will have the perfect diagnosis and perfect treatment. And of course, perfect solution. The first step, I'm going to take, go, go through this and we're going to pray. The first step, whatsoever challenge you are going through in your life, the first step is examine yourself first. Don't look on God for that problem first. Don't put the responsibility on God first, no. Neither do you put it on the devil first. What do you do first? Examine yourself. Are you on the right track with God? Are you the problem yourself? Is your way right with God? Second Corinthians 35, you can write that down. See, examine yourself. Also Psalm 119 verse 11. Examine yourself through the word of God. Until you discover that truth in the scripture... Please don't give up. Because if you give up, the solution is far. Until you discover whether you are the one that is the cause of that problem. In the Bible, don't give up. Remember, when David sinned against God for more than nine months, David did not recognize he has done what deserved a repentance and genuine forgiveness from God. It took God to send his servant to go tell David that David, you have done the wrong thing. And immediately David heard that. He went flat on his face and asked for repentance. You may need to check your lineage, your ancestors. Many of us, you need to go and ask questions at home. 
Whether something has happened sometimes that is responsible for what you are going through. Until you get to that route, the solution is far. Proverbs 28.13 says, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsake them shall have mercy. Now, if you confirm that you are not the problem, then go to God. And go and ask Him. Pray and fast. Seek His face until you get an answer. If you don't discover that answer in the scriptures, if you don't discover a true Him revealing to you why you are in that problem, please don't give up. Until you get that source, solution is far. Look at David. Oh, let's, let's take Paul. In Paul, in, in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 9. Let me just take verse 8. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace sufficient for thee. Now, if Apostle Paul did not fast and pray. By the way, when Apostle Paul read this verse, he said, I went to God three times. Don't think he just went to God one day. Apostle Paul must have fasted and prayed probably for 40 days the first time. God, why is this problem like this? Why am I passing through this problem? How can I be preaching and I have this ailment in my body? And God kept quiet. But did not give up. The second time he went to God, he fasted and prayed. Fasted for another 50 days. I don't know. But I know, you know, Paul even boasted for I fast more than you all. I speak in tongues more than you all. Right? The second time he went to God, God was quiet. Because God wanted to try. He wanted to make him know that I am the one responsible for what you are going through. And you can't do anything about it. But the third time he went back to God, God said, Brother Paul, this thing in your body, it's not going to leave. It's going to stay there, but my grace is sufficient for you. Now, imagine if Paul did not discover that truth. He would have lived, his Christian life would have been a struggle. God, how can I be doing miracles? And my life is like this. But the moment he discovered that secret, he was no longer burdened at all. He said, I rejoice in calamity, I rejoice in troubles. Because he knew the secret. Please seek counsel. It is very important. Go after knowledge of why you are passing through what you are going through. Search the scriptures until you get it. Pray until you get it. Because until you get it, solution is far. That is the truth. Many of us, we come to church, we do everything, we have tried everything, we have prayed, but the solution is is still far because the secret is not yet revealed. And if you discover that it's a trial from God, please rejoice. <laughs> because it's a trial, and what is around the corner? Promotion. Resolve not to fail the test, but to pass the test. 
Make up your mind. I'm not going to give up on God. No. It's trying me good. That means I am about to be promoted. Increase your commitment for him during your trial times. Use that period to get closer to him. Don't stop sowing. You are trusting God for financial breakthrough. And they ask you to come and give. You are giving one while you are giving five desserts. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You want him to bless you. Look at, go and have that widow verified. Elijah said, whatever you have, bring everything. I don't want to know whether you, you just bring that first. Until you get to that level of commitment. <laughs> During your trial time, you will have to wait like Job waited until he got the understanding. Don't stop serving him or coming to his presence because of your challenges. As a matter of fact, the best time you should come to church is when you are going through that trial. Don't stop praying. Don't stop fasting. If Anna stopped to go to Shiloh and he happened to stop that very year, she would have died a barren woman. But God was waiting for Anna to come. And God has prepared Samuel. At the moment Anna came and prayed, God, I'm not going until you give me my... If you read it very well, do you know it was God that shot the womb of Hannah? Hello? <laughs> the Bible says in First Samuel 1 Samuel 1.6, because the Lord has shut up our womb. Why? Because God was preparing the best of the best for him. Go and search the history of prophet in Israel. You will see how outstanding Samuel was. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Let's rest upon our faith. Hallelujah. And if you discover it is the devil responsible for that problem you are going through, please resist him with every strength in you. Engage the heavenly oath to fight your battle for you. And the moment you command him, because he, he knows that you know the secret, what will happen? He will flee. Hallelujah. Let's begin to appreciate God for this morning. Let's appreciate Him. Go ahead and appreciate Him. He has spoken this word. Oh, Lord, we bless you. We worship you. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the glory. We bless you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are sick here this morning, the Lord is telling you that don't give up like Bartimaeus did not give up. Because as you continue to cry unto him, your healing is on the way. In the name of Jesus, you are here, you are barren. The Lord asked me to inform you that don't stop being faithful unto him. If only you remain faithful like Hannah, you are coming with your miracle children. In the name of Jesus, you have faith before. God said, you have just learned how to do it better. Do it again. Say, so do it again. In the name of Jesus. You are expecting a drastic change from him. Like Jacob. God said, continue to rest through your way with me. And before the night is over, your name will be changed. Your destiny will be changed. Your story will be changed. In the name of Jesus. You are here this morning, you are not born again. The Lord is saying, don't give up 
on the call of the Holy Spirit. He has been calling you to surrender your life unto Jesus. But you are still struggling with him. Don't give up and say, oh, my sin is too much. God cannot forgive me. No! Save your sin. Is as scarlet. They shall be white as stones. No matter the level of atrocity you have done, God is saying, come unto me. Ye that are heaven lady, and I will give you rest. You know you are not born again here. I want to pray with you before we pray the general prayer. You are here, you are not born again. I want you to please raise up your right hand. You know, you know yourself that probably the cause of the problem you are going through is you. Because he has been calling you, you refuse to heed to his instruction. I'll pray with you, and I can tell you, everyone will answer, and your solution will come. But I have to do this. I have to help you. Until you give your life unto him, your solution is far from reach. That is the truth. But you know you are passing through challenges. And you are not born again. Please, God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. If this is the individual. You don't have to look at anybody. Because they are not with you when you are passing through that problem in your room. When you are crying unto, unto God. They are not with you. So raise up your hand. You know you are not born again. You know, like pastor said, if Jesus comes today, you are going to hell. Raise up your hand. I'm going to pray right now. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your son. Thank you for calling him unto you. Lord, I pray that, Lord, you will forgive him. You will restore him back unto you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that, Lord, you will write the name of your son in the book of life. In the name of Jesus. And the grace never to go to sin again, release unto him in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The rest of us are going to pray just, just to prayers. Sorry, I, 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 the time is gone for me. I'm going to say, God, please reveal to me heavy secret to my challenges. Pray that prayer. You are in His presence. The secret to my challenges, to my problem, make it known unto me. If you don't know it, the solution is far. If you don't know it, you will just be praying, praying and means. That's what the Bible says. My people pray and means. They don't know the source of the problem. They are just bombarding heaven. But they are not praying right. Say, God, reveal to me the solution to all my problems. The secret of my problem. And tell me, God, show me the way out. Show me the way out. Show me the way out. Grant me the grace. To, not to give up. The grace not to give up on you. Grant me the grace never to give up on you. Continue in attitude of prayer. Don't give up. The Lord has not given up on you. Every challenges, every situations, open your heart unto Him and ask Him to lift you out of the merry clay and put your feet on rock that shaketh not. He can do it. He has done it before. His mighty God is able to do all things. Open your heart unto him this afternoon, and the Lord will visit you.
Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, King of glory, Lord of love, Father, we thank you for speaking to us this afternoon. Father, we bless your holy name for encouraging us. Father, we thank you for opening the threshold of heaven, even for us this day. Father, that you are able to do all things. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you all adoration. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Mighty God, we thank you for your servant that you have used. We ask, O Lord, that you will replenish him in the name of Jesus. Father in heaven, that you will strengthen him in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, that your anointing, O Lord, will remain perpetual upon his life, upon his family, upon his ministry, in the name of Jesus. Glory be unto your name, O Lord. Thank you for hearing us, Daddy. In Jesus' name, we are praying. I share the grace. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. The Lord says in Deuteronomy 15, 6, For the Lord thy God bless thee, as he has promised thee, thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow from any. Thy throne, thou shalt reign over many nations, and none shall reign over thee. This week, go and reign over every challenge, over every situation in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless thee. Amen. If your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want to leave this place. Lord, we need you there as we go from here. Your glory fall, and may your presence fall. 